Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Today, you may be apart from somebody you love, but you definitely are not separated if you both know the Lord. The three-chord strand of Jesus, you and your friend, ties your hearts. Now that should definitely put a smile on your face. Join us in this program, Separate But Not Apart, as Kim Miller of Woman at the Well Ministries takes us through John 17:24, which says, Father, I will that they also, whom thou hast given me, be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me. Thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. Hello and welcome to this broadcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. And what an amazing thought it is to know that the Lord loves us so much that he never wanted to be apart from us. And we see this as we begin to look in his word. And we're reminded of this when we look at John chapter 14 and verse 16 and he says i will pray the father this is jesus speaking and he will give you or shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever jesus loved you so much that he came and he died on the cross of calvary and he shed his blood and he gave his life for you so that your sin debt could be paid a debt that he didn't know and a debt that we could never have paid. But he came because he loved you that much. And his love doesn't stop with his payment of sin. He never wants you to be alone or away from him. Much of that has to do with how much he loves you and that he wants to be in constant fellowship with you. He wants to be in constant communication for you, with you. If you notice in First Thessalonians, he says to pray without ceasing. That would be constant communication, an attitude of the heart that is always imploring Jesus. Then he tells us that he is knocking on our heart's door. For those of us who know the Lord, sometimes we forget that he is still knocking on our heart's door. And we think of that verse in Revelation chapter 3 as being something that is for the sinner. And he says, if you'll, you know, he's knocking on your door. And if you open up the door that he will come in and he will sup with you and you with him. And that is true in that he is knocking on every individual's heart door at least once in their lifetime for them to clearly understand who Christ is and to allow them to make a decision. Yes, I'm going to believe in the Holy Lamb of God or no, I'm not. But beyond that, for those of us who have made that decision of faith, who've come to the saving knowledge of Christ, he's still knocking on our heart's door that we might 
fellowship with him, that we might allow him to lead us and guide us and to talk to us and to comfort us because he's put this Holy Spirit inside of us. And if we read further on in John, we learn that this comforter that he's given us is the Holy Spirit. And we learn that this Holy Spirit's job is to comfort us and to teach us. And it's what brings to mind those things that we have need of when we have need of them. He helps us to understand who Christ is and to stay very connected with Christ, who allows us to stay connected with God. The Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, all were working in concert together to protect us, to lead us, to guide us. And God sent his only begotten Son. We know this from John chapter 3 and verse 16, he says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The love of God was so strong that he gave his only son to die on the cross of Calvary. Christ, the second part of the Trinity, his love for us is so strong that he was willing to give his life to pay a sin debt that you and I might be saved and forgiven of our sins. Because it was only the shedding of his blood that was going to have the remission for our sins. That's a strong love. So when you love somebody that much, you want to be in communication with him. And so though he sits on the right hand of the Father now, he also dwells inside of each of us. The Bible tells us that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And that's that third part of the Trinity. All three of them are one. Much of us are having a lot hard time understanding that. And in no way do I want to minimize who God is or the power of Christ or in any way trivialize this amazing ability that they have to be three in one. But my little mind has a hard time grasping that. But I can see this in an illustration that is simple. If I have a ham sandwich that is one slice of bread, a slice of ham, and another slice of bread, I have three distinct entities making up my sandwich. And when I take a bite of that sandwich, I get all three of them at the same time. And when I talk about that sandwich, I don't usually say, I just ate some bread and a little bit of ham. I would say, I ate a ham sandwich. And I believe that that's a a very, very generalized idea but it gives us a way to wrap our hands and our minds around this concept of the holy spirit jesus and god all being three in one it gives us a way of understanding that deep inside of us jesus dwells in the form of the holy spirit that god abounds in the form of the holy spirit and that we are forever connected to him the love that he has for us was so strong that he wasn't willing just to come on a cross, just to save us, and then just to leave us. No, we were so precious. The investment that was made in Christ for our sins was so great because the investment was worth it to Jesus and God. That's how much he loved us. Understanding that without Christ dying on the cross, we could never receive redemption or forgiveness for our sins. Because it took the shedding of his blood. If he loved us that much, it's not too hard to understand that he would always want to be around us. And so many scriptures have given us and attested to that, that Christ is constantly knocking at our heart's door, as I said in Revelations chapter 3, he tells us. And he's constantly speaking to us in the form of the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of us. 
There are other verses that come to my mind as I begin to think about how Christ loves us and will never leave us nor forsake us. In Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5, we read these words. Turn to that. In Hebrews 13, 5, it says, Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Jesus has invested in your salvation, and he has invested in you. In doing so, he tells us in Romans that nothing will separate us from his love. We can choose to ignore his love, and we can choose to ignore him, but nothing will separate us from that love. He will not leave us nor forsake us because of the strength of his love. The strength of his love that held him on the cross of Calvary is also the strength of his love that will keep him from ever wanting to be apart from us. So though he sits at the right hand of the Father, he is also with us. And let's take a look at what the psalmist David writes in Psalms 121 as we begin to look at what it means to have Christ in our presence at all times. The psalmist David praised him for this, and he begins with, I will lift up mine eyes into the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. You see, God couldn't help us if he did not spend some time around us. And God could not be there, instant in season and out of season, to be able to take care of us if his presence wasn't forever going before us. Jesus is the light and he lights the way and he says he directs our paths. That means he's with us all the time. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. He's on the job all the time. It's 24-7 and it's 365 days a year. He never takes a break. He never goes on vacation. He is constantly and always looking out for our good. He's always supplying our needs. He's always giving us what we need to do what he called us to do. He's always strengthening us. He's always encouraging us. And he's always wanting to talk to us. This love that he has for us is so strong that even though he physically sits at the right hand of the Father, he also dwells every believer. This indwelling of the Holy Spirit is an absolute connection to God and Jesus. And Jesus sits on the throne of God and he sits in my heart and he ever liveth to make intercession for me to God the Father. And on that one and glorious day that I either am called up to heaven and, I, and, and the world is still going on and I meet my maker through death or that day that I hear the trumpet sound and all the dead in Christ shall rise and those which remain shall be called up in the air forever to be with the Lord. If that's what happens, either way, Jesus is going to introduce me personally to God the Father. And he's going to know exactly what to say because I'm no stranger to him. Because I speak to him in prayer. I speak to him in everyday conversation as I'm walking and talking to him with the attitude of prayer. I read his word and he speaks to me. I be still and I listen and I know that he's God and I hear what he has to say. And he ever surrounds me with his presence. He says that the Lord is thy keeper, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. He's awake to watch. Nothing's going to get me. 
The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. That which I've committed unto him, he will keep until that day. Christ is worthy of my heart. He's worthy of my life. He's worthy of my trust. He's worthy of my dedication. And he's worthy of my love. Because he is trustworthy. And he alone can keep me. And he alone has promised that if I believe in him, he will do that. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. From Genesis to Revelations, it speaks of his love for me and it speaks of his love for you. And from Genesis to Revelations, I'm assured that I was an investment that Christ made with his own life. I was created in his image and then he laid his life down to buy my salvation. I have no doubt that his presence goes before me. I have no doubt that his love surrounds me. I have no doubt that his grace has been poured up on me. And I have no doubt that his blessings are there for me if I but walk in his ways. Because he has never left me and he never will leave me. And though he sits on the right hand side of the father, he still lives and dwells in me. We may be separate, but we will never be apart. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
happy girl.